When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey guys, uh, it is actually Wednesday, but it sure feels like a Friday on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live. At mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer did the morning show. He'll be back. I don't know. He'll be back another time. Uh, but Callie Hansen is here again, filling in for Bradley. Holly's here as well. Hi, guys. It's like musical hosts this week. I know. It's, it's a holiday week. This happens. Yeah, it does happen. Yeah. And you know what? It's good for all of us to, to stretch and do something a little I different. Love it. Kelly, I'm using my brain in a different way than I do yes. on Twin Cities Live, so this is fun. And for a longer time. For right? a longer time, yeah. Because we do a three-hour show. Yeah, and I'm here for two and a half of those. Yes. And, but it goes by so fast. Doesn't it? So yeah. for those of you who don't know Kelly Hansen, Kelly Hansen is from Twin Cities Live. So when you're done listening to her with me for three hours, you can turn on your television and you'll get to see her there. Yeah, I'll be making cocktails today Ooh, with a little... Uh, Tito's vodka and okay. some blueberry schnapps. I've been testing these recipes out, this recipe, for the last three days. My neighborhood is very happy with the drinks they've been served. Okay, I love that. I've been <laughs> testing this recipe out for three days. Um, that means that it has reached perfection. And I'm, so everybody I, I, can learn how to make that it. That might be a stretch, but it's fine. It's a great summer cocktail. <laughs> it's perfect. And it looks red, white, and blue. That's so there you, you go. Need. That's yeah. all you need. Well, uh, you know, we've been following the Taylor Swift drama. Uh, the Taylor Swift and Scooter Braun. I don't know. I guess we'll call it a battle because they've made it into one. Uh, basically, what happened is that Scooter Braun purchased Big Machine Records, which contained within it all of the masters of the music that Taylor Swift has done up until this next album that's being released, okay? Which is called Lover. And I think it's being released, like, next month, maybe? Sometime in August. Sometime in August. Okay. And, you know, she was the one who came forward and said, "I uh, I found out about this along with the public. This is literally my worst nightmare. This person who systematically bullied me for a long... Actually, I should just read her words um, because I'm... Definitely paraphrasing, but what has been called into question is whether or not she was actually offered the opportunity to purchase the the masters. Right, because she says she was not told she had she could purchase them if she wanted to. Exactly, right. and well, or at least that's what we thought she had said. Okay, and uh, Scooter Braun's wife Yael has said uh, that yes, indeed, she was given the opportunity and she turned it down. Uh, well, here's at the actual truth, and her lawyer has even come out and said no she was not offered the same deal that scooter braun was Mm. and that's the nuance that we need to pay attention to it was not that they said hey taylor here's the deal we're you know the whole label's up for sale you got these masters do you want to write cut a check and buy them back it's not that that happened oh i wish that would have happened she does too 
because what actually happened was she didn't want to purchase the whole label. But they said to her, yeah, you can get those masters, but here's the deal you have to ink. Um, you basically, and I'm going to, I hope I don't butcher this. Holly, help me if I get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like for every album you put out, you can get one album back. That was the deal that Whoa. Taylor Swift said on her Tumblr post that she published earlier this week. So it would have been, okay, Taylor Swift, you released this new album, Lover, on Big Machine Records. And then we'll give you back the master for Fearless and so on and so forth. So she would be in a record deal with Big Machine Records for another six albums. And they would still be in control of her recording contract. Now, this was in lieu of them selling the label outright. Okay, so Scott Borchetta, who's the original owner of Big Machine Records, this was basically his meal ticket, right? Like, mm-hmm. if because if he had Taylor Swift... I mean, you got Taylor Swift. What else do you need? Like, you're good to go. So basically, he was ensuring his own future by saying, please, you can have these. You just earn them the ownership of them by putting out a new album. That's a lot of that's a lot. I mean, that's like signing uh, away your life. Don't you think in this industry, though, that she knew that Scooter Braun had his eyes on this deal? And by her saying, no, I don't want to take the deal you're offering, which I think she did a smart thing. But didn't she have any inkling like this was going to happen? There had to have been rumblings in this industry. Well, she does say that she knew that that was what the outcome was going to be. So basically, if you're putting yourself in Taylor Swift's position, you are literally between a rock and a hard place. Because you either can stay for six albums to get your original work back or... Let it go and see what happens. And just cross your fingers. It's not Scooter Braun. And hope for the best. And whoops, <laughs> that's what happened. Now, this is where I get confused. And I do not understand all the legalities. But then why then, if she knew it was gonna that he was going to end up selling the label, why could she not have just bought the label? I mean, she can afford it. Like seven I times mean, over. Can you imagine if Taylor Swift owned Big Machine? That would be incredible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But... And in any case, that's a question that I have that we don't have an answer to. The point is, she was not given the same opportunity that Scooter Braun was given, but she was given an opportunity to get her music back. She is a good businesswoman, and she was like, that's a terrible deal. Deuces. I'll Mm -hmm. see you later. Maybe never. Okay? So that's kind of where we are now. But this occurred to me this morning when I saw this headline, okay, in page six. Uh, nope, that wasn't the name. That wasn't what it was in. Uh, it was in, on E Online. The headline was Taylor Swift has zero. T- Taylor Swift has zero regrets about standing up to Scooter Braun amid music battle. And I didn't even read the rest of the article because it's 2019. You don't have to read articles. You can just do the headline. You pretty much know everything. <laughs> just kidding. Read the articles. Uh, but what I got from that headline was, oh my gosh, I understand now what Taylor Swift's move is. <gasps> Because she is always painting herself as the victim, right? Yes. But she's not the kind of victim who wants to gain or garner like the sympathy of everybody. She doesn't stay in the victim place. Her she turns her victimhood into rising above. So so being a victim isn't her isn't her move. It's rising above what is making her the victim. So my point is, it's a nuance. Go with me. Mm-hmm. She, the reason why she 
went out in the first place. To, she didn't have to share the story about Scooter Braun owning her music. She didn't. She was the one that went to her Tumblr page and wrote that long five paragraph. So is Tumblr still a thing? Am I out of the loop on this? Tumblr? I should be looking at Tumblr? Well, there are so many things I have to look at. Sorry. No, you don't have to look at Tumblr unless you're looking at Taylor Swift's Tumblr. Okay, sorry. Continue. You know what I mean? Like, it's like it, it is a useful tool for some people, not us. Yeah, I don't know what it's about. I don't have time. Ain't nobody got time for Tumblr. But she uses it effectively. (laughs) So she wrote this very long, this, you know, victim statement. But now it's all about her, you know, owning her power. That's the Taylor we're going to see. And then when you think back on all of the times that she has played that victim role. Right. The second move is always rising above it. So here's here's what my brain did, because mm. now I'm part of the Cobra team. You're I feel in. in your conspiracy theories. Yes. So I read this headline. Taylor Swift has zero regrets about standing up to Scooter Braun amid music battle. Zero regrets and standing up are in quotations. Ah. Are those yes. going to be titles of oh. songs in her new album? You have a tinfoil hat. I'm so proud of you. I feel like we need to present... Kelly Is with her new, we should make, we'll just make you a tinfoil hat. <laughs> that's what we do. But, but that's I, a really good point. I read that and I'm like, you know what? She has this album coming out. Is there anything, I mean, now we're talking about her again, right? Yeah. So, and we're going to be talking about her in August when the album comes out. So is this something leading up to that? I don't know why these are in quotations, except for maybe she said them. Probably I mean, because she said them. But I feel like there's something to it maybe no i and i agree with you that but i think that what you said that that we need to remember is she's got an album coming out Mm -hmm. which this the sale of her of her of her masters all of that stuff the timing of that was not pre-planned for her however she is gonna leverage this to try to sell the heck out of lover when that drops Ooh, i'm ready for it yeah she will leverage this and mm-hmm. i don't know what the, i mean i would have to go look at the track list to see what other titles she has oh, is on it that. out should i have looked at that is it already out i don't know is the track list out uh, Holly, do you know? i believe the track list is not out but okay. you can see the names of the singles me mm. and then that other one okay yeah the other one yeah. okay. i wonder too though if there's even t- like she might even sneak in an extra single could she do that probably I think right, she, she could. She, she could do anything. Wants. She's Taylor Swift. She's like, you I know, want some studio time. She you probably is in there writing that single right now because that's essentially like there. There actually was a conspiracy theory or a rumor that um, that this is the album that was supposed to come out after. Um, uh, what's the one that had the one before the Reputation? Red, red, 1989. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That this that the, this album Lover is the album that was supposed to come out. After 1989, but reputation was a response to all the bad press. They needed her, or she decided, or the who knows who, her label and her management decided she needed to own and change the narrative of what had happened. This is her rising above thing, right? So she took that. This is the rumor that she slid reputation in in the middle. And then this is the album that was supposed to come out after 1989, which is why you saw that sharp turn from the fluffy 1989 Taylor Swift to the dark reputation. Right, like snake the Polaroid picture-esque yep. of Taylor and then this dark snake. And now we're getting pastel fluff and butterflies, which if she were really going to make a full change to her persona, she would have stayed in that dark space. I'm kind of you half waiting I mean? for her to come back to country. 
Well, that's what I thought the announcement was so, going to be. Yeah, I, I, when she was hiding all over Nashville and all of her fans were trying to find her, I yeah. thought, oh, she's going back to country. I thought the same exact but thing. But she's sticking with pop. She is, and I think she's sticking with her narrative, too. So, mm. uh, anyway, we will continue to keep our eye on this battle over the holiday weekend. Hopefully, it will either have settled and fizzled out by Monday, or there will be some new story to tell. But when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... All the the stories straight out of Hollywood, all the dirt. There's not a lot because it is a holiday weekend. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese is bringing it in with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. It's a dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, friends. Hi. Nice to be with you on this Wednesday that feels like a Friday, and it's just so good. So reports are that Meghan McCain is going to leave The View. That's what the Daily Beast says, that she might turn down an offer to appear on the talk show's 23rd season in September. They cannot keep that conservative seat warm. Well, and we were kind of talking about this. It seems like every time they get somebody in it's usually kind of somebody well it's somebody younger than joy behar for sure mm-hmm. and joy behar does she's that woman does not hold back no she doesn't, she doesn't care who she doesn't she care kicks out and no out. and you know it's it, it, part of me wants to say like okay soften your edges a little bit joy like quit doing that like quit trying yeah. to kick that's people her out. mo but yeah. that's who she is yeah. and, and and so knowing that when you take that role on on that show you got to really figure out how you're going to manage that. A friend says it's getting to the point where it's not worth the emotional toll every week. If she doesn't stay at The View, she will find other work. You know, there is a lot of criticism of Meghan McCain on that show. And I understand it because before um, my kitchen was imploded, I would watch (laughs) The View on occasion because I would have the TV on. But I just... The hard thing about her is that everything comes back to John McCain. Yes. And listen, John McCain, I mean, American hero... In in service to our country. So wonderful. But the problem is that everything she says, it's like she couches it on John McCain, who is now dead, and you can't argue with right. John McCain. I mean, it's like putting everything in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. I mean, honestly. And the on the other hand, she is in that spot where if you were the only conservative voice on that show and you were just fired out all the time, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even imagine well, the exhaustion. It's a hard road to travel for her. I mean, I, well, that's how the thing do you about take it, that every day? Is that's a valuable role and it needs to be filled. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you almost, I, I do have a little bit of empathy for her because... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That clearly is her way of, that is the method that she has built for herself. Mm-hmm. 
to try to kind of hold off some of the criticism from the people who are sitting around a table with yeah, her. Yeah. And her That's opinion like her is, wall. It's like her protective yeah, it's like armor. You can't criticize me because, because I'm bringing up my... I'm going to bring up my dad. Yeah. Dad, father. Right. And exactly. it's, you know, you sort of see that as a defense. I, I, listen, I just have a ton of empathy for her, even though I don't like love her at all. Yeah. I just think it's got to be really hard to be the person in that position. It's just not surprising that people in that conservative position crack. Like, look at like Elizabeth Hasselbeck. They mm. like just crack. Right. Well, because- to which I would say, uh, uh, you know, boo on you, the view. Why is it always just one person? Why can't like, Joy she, leave? Should we yeah. replace Joy? Or, sure. I mean, why can't they have it even Steven? Yeah. Why is it three liberal views on one conservative view? I know. That doesn't that's seem a like very, a, that's not a great balance are the libertarians. Honest to Pete, why aren't they represented? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Guys, friendly reminder, Stranger Things season three yes. streaming tomorrow. You need are you not watching this on Netflix. I haven't watched um I I have not watched season two. I'm almost through the season two. I've watched season one and loved it and then haven't watched season two. What's the sheriff's name? You just met him. Um it's David. Um He was so nice. Yeah, he was he's, he's awesome. A, not sheriff difficult Hopper. on the eyes. No, he was that's very so true. Awesome. Was he so kind and everything? So kind and so funny and had done like 20 interviews that day and just came in really delighted. We oh. were the last interview of the day. Oh, which can be a gamble. Yeah. We, I, I wanted to have him get. on our show. It, here's a little inside baseball. This is David Harbour we're talking about from Stranger Things. Yes, he was offered to us. I declined uh, because you guys, how in, Bradley <gasps> has not finished season one. And I was like, I can't. I mean, oh, I can't do this. You could have asked him anything. You could have asked him anything. You declined. I did. You guys, I turned down Florida Georgia Line for Twin Cities Live. No. Years ago. You never told me that. Before they were even a thing. I was like, nah. I don't know if our relationship can survive this. And now they're like, See, uh, that's the thing. You yeah. take a weird happens. gamble and then you kick yourself later. Oh, say yes to everything. That's the bottom line. <laughs> Just don't say, say no. Yes. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> Kim Kardashian wins millions in this fast fashion lawsuit against a company who she accused of profiting off of her likeness to peddle all these knockoff Ooh. looks. So it's $2.7 million in damages and $60,000 in attorney's fees. She sued Misguided USA for ripping off her looks. And now that brand is barred from using her likeness in the future. Originally, she wanted $10 million in damages after she accused this um, brand, Misguided, of posting its own versions of outfits Kim was photographed wearing. The mm. label never even responded to the lawsuit. So then that's what the judge ended up awarding okay. her. That's interesting. I Kim is not well known for this, but there's a an, an Instagram account that Holly alerted us to uh, called Diet Prada. And one of the things that they do very well is they show times that Kim Kardashian ripped off somebody else's look. Oh, oh yeah. Holly. And she really, so like not only just ripping off people's look, for her own business, but just her aesthetic too. So there was a time a couple of months ago when Kim Kardashian was wearing all the nineties outfits that supermodel Naomi Campbell did oh. without really giving credit to saying, yeah. yes, I'm paying homage to Naomi Campbell. No, Only sh- when she was called out for it, did she. Yeah. I mean, what are, is this the world that we're living in that you, I mean, this is like high school. You see someone cute wearing something yeah. and then you wear it. I just no. Like, this is high school. Yeah. I was going to say, this is yeah. actually yeah. middle school <laughs> someday. Welcome to 2019. Man. Oh, but I, I appreciate your optimism. I Elizabeth guess Reese. you're totally right. 
She's had a busy week with this kimono situation. She loves it. She's loving yeah, life. Yeah, she's not mad about she's it. She's like, keep it up. Yeah, she's Kim. counting her money. She's golden. Yeah, she's she's happy as can be. Yeah, that's Ugh. very true. That is really true. Apparently, the Met Gala changed Anna Wintour's opinion about Cardi B. Oh, was, what do you mean? From what to what? She says, this is she's doing this Go Ask Anna video series uh, for Vogue in trying to keep Vogue relevant. Yeah. And she said, I was completely in awe of the stunning dress that Cardi B wore to the Met this year. She looked unbelievable. She could barely move, but it made no difference. People parted like the queen coming through because she looked so fantastic. Oh my gosh, that's the most Anna She said, I completely rethought said. my opinion of Cardi B's style. She rocks. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, well, hey, Elizabeth mm. Reese. That was quite a dress. Thank you for that. And thank you for that lovely <laughs> dirt alert. Have a happy fourth. Uh, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651 641 1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley trainer was on the morning show. We're playing musical hosts because Holly's going to be on with Lori today. That is correct. I can't remember. (laughs) Anyway, and so Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live is filling in. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Hi. Now, with no further ado, let's hit that 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who do we have on the phone today, Holly Holly? We have Jen on the line, and Jen is playing for a MyTalk 1071 summer swag bag. All right, Jen. Jen, you know how this works. The timer will begin after I ask you the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. The College Dropout is the debut album of which hip-hop star? Oh, dear Lord. No, pass. Jason Momoa plays what DC superhero? Uh, Aquaman. Anna Wintour is the editor-in-chief of what magazine? Vogue. Super Bass is a song by which pop star? Uh, Nicki Minaj. Who is Ellen DeGeneres' wife? Portia de Rossi. The College Dropout is the debut album of which hip-hop star? Oh, my gosh. Just start naming people. Oh, Oh, Oh. that counts. I'm going to give it to you because I'm feeling generous. It's a holiday weekend. You, Jen, just won the 30-second pop culture challenge. Just under the wire. She said the word Kanye as the buzzer was buzzering. So congratulations to you, Jen. Jen. All right. Now that we've played that 30-second pop culture challenge, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. All right, we have some celebrity gossip mysteries to solve this afternoon in the form of blind items. So we will start off today's Blinded by the Item with the following. This recently married A-plus list mostly movie actor has an appointment next week for a hair transplant consultation. He's fast going bald. Ooh. Who is this? Recently married. Can I get on the Google machine? Is that allowed? I mean, no, last resort. That is a last resort situation. I apologize in advance for that. It's fine. Okay, recently married. Oh, oh. Just think about the aesthetics of this person. Wait. 
No, nope. go with, I'm thinking of the go wrong person. Go with your person. gut. Go no, with your gut. It's not the right person. Because he's, he's not an actor. Okay, this person is an actor. He started in television, I'm guessing, is this is the right actor that I'm talking about. AI are on the trail. Yep, and then he went into movies, and he is like, big time in movies now. He is in a superhero franchise, but also he does other things also as well. He's funny, and he just he's been divorced, and now he's been remarried. I don't know. Just a couple weeks ago. You guys, Colleen's looking at me like I I'm should like, know. Come on, start you saying some names, I, Kelly. Just spit them well, out. Spit them out. Uh, his last name is Rupp. No, no, no but no. like you got like there's nope. That actually wasn't even anywhere near. Yeah, shoot. Nope. I don't know. Chris Pratt. Oh hey. gosh, he's going in for hair transplant. God, well, do you I mean, see? Isn't no. this fun? Way. I'll just ask you to look at some pictures of Chris oh, Pratt. He's going bald. Listen, the last picture he posted, I wasn't looking at his hair. Okay. Oh, I see where we could be having could that movement. Where the movement is yeah. going north. But that's so, you know what? It happens, right? Of and course it does. What? Let's fill in the Wait blank. So yes. Chris Pratt has an appointment next week for a hair transplant consultation. He is fast going bald. Now, look, if I had the resources, I'd be like, yes, I'm making all the appointments. Yes. Before inject- it gets where you can't come back from Exactly. It. Right. Inject me here. Shave this. Do that. Pull that. I'm ready. Yeah. You know, that's the thing about it. Like, good. that's a really good point that you got to do it early and you have to do it so that nobody notices. So it's not like a stark contrast. I'm looking at you, John is Travolta. It, oh, is it the front where really he's hard. going bald? Like he's receding? Yeah. I bet he's receding a little bit, but we don't see like the tippy top of his head no, ever. Never. So he might have some thinning situations yeah, happening He's there. also coloring his hair, obviously, yeah. and it might be a can situation on the spray on yeah. the top. Oh. You know? Just huh. you got to do you. You got to you know, look your best. There's not yeah. a single picture that I can find looking at down on the top of his head. Yeah. I bet that he so doesn't allow receding, those. There was, I think he should go gray. I, th- I think a man with gray hair is very sexy. Here's the deal. I don't disagree with you. The problem is that uh, the gray that you're seeing in your mind, you don't know how you're going to gray until you let it happen. My husband's going gray, and I'm very fond of it. Yeah, my husband's got a nice little salt mm-hmm. look to it, and I love it. Mm-hmm. But you, I can't, I've not been able to let myself go into that territory to no. see how it's going to look. Well, he wants me to just myself. go all natural. And I'm like, absolutely see? not. We're redheads. The gray doesn't do any favors what it's for us. To do. It's so true. Okay. All right, yeah. moving on. <laughs> all right, here's our next celebrity gossip mystery. I have talked about three sides set to do battle in regards to the permanent A-list singer in quotations. Well, A part of one of the sides has stayed the past few days with the person most likely to be side number three. Will there be a joining of forces? Oh, it's an interesting development. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. So, so we got three people to think this about. This is kind of four Poor Kelly. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live is filling in for Bradley. The look on your face is like I don't even know what what if we're on. I think Earth. I just like flared my nostrils. Yeah. I don't know what's going. Well, let's okay. start with, with the, the singer. This, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say this permanent A list singer is a troubled singer. Yeah, and okay. there have been some battles around her and how she's going to be handled. Is she? Truly a singer or thinks she's a singer? She's a singer, but is not singy. <laughs> the rumor what? is that she doesn't sing a lot. Oh, Britney Spears. Yeah. 
Okay. But dang it. Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, so NT Lawyer, who provides our, who writes our blind items that Holly then brings to us, he has been for a long time talking about how there are going to be three sides to this argument, and one of them had yet to emerge. We knew about father, mm-hmm. Jamie, mm-hmm. and mother, Lynn, but there was a secret third option that hadn't quite emerged yet. So think about who would have an interest in Britney Spears. Her sister? No. no. Not okay. quite. No. Okay. Uh, but you're you're not going to immediately think of this person. Uh, they're not related by blood, but there is a relationship between them or two. There's two relationships between them. Um, her children? Her. Her. You're so close. Oh, gosh. So here's Britney. Here are the kids. Oh, the father of the children is what, uh, Kevin Federline. Yes! Do I, do, guys? I, I sometimes I don't know where this is coming out of my brain. It's so good though. I've stored it somewhere, and I it know. just came out. Isn't that exciting? It's very, very exciting. So Kevin Federline, and I'm guessing is it is it Jamie that has been staying with him for the last couple of days? Well, we don't know. I mean, oh. Kevin could be staying. With either parent could be staying yeah. with Jamie Spears, Britney's dad, or staying with Lynn Spears. Wait, why? Britney Spears' mother. So the so the story as the story goes, Kevin was going to come out with like an interest in what was going on at the conservatorship and go to battle with all of the other people involved. the The way that we see it, for what it's worth, and I don't know what any of it means, is that like that Jamie sort of like has does not have her best interest at heart. Lynn is does. And what we're trying to figure out is, according to this blind item, if Kevin is going along with the dark side or the, you know, the devil or the angel in this instant, let's fill in the blank so we can try to get this all. So I've talked about three sides set to do battle in regards to Britney Spears. That would be Jamie Spears, the dad, Lynn Spears, the mom, and possibly Kevin Federline, Britney Spears, ex-husband. Well, a part of one of the sides has stayed probably Kevin Federline in the past few days. With the person that is most likely to be side number three. So KFED is aligning with one of Britney Spears' parents. We don't know which one, but possibly mm-hmm. there will be a joining of the forces between Kevin Federline and one of Britney Spears' parents. That is parents. interesting. In my brain, I thought Kevin Federline was like long gone, out of the picture, estranged from the entire family. And now is he back? He or has that full that never custody happened? of yeah. the children. He, he, oh. And there was a... Um, Right before all of this news broke about Britney going back into this uh, program, um, there was a battle, a legal battle for to up his child support for the kids. Um, and it was like, he's got his life that together now. Well, I wouldn't. I don't know him. how together it is up. because he was asking for an astronomical amount of money mm. uh, to support himself and those kids. So who knows if that means he's not managing it well or what. But anyway, that's interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, do we have time for one more or no? Yeah, sure. Why but not? Let's do it. Here's your last blind item. Colleen and Kelly try to solve this celebrity gossip mystery. Playing with words and semantics is what this A-list reality star is doing when she says she has not been set up on a date. It doesn't mean she hasn't been on a date or hooked up with guys since becoming single. She has hopes of landing a dating show. Oh, okay. Oh, is it Khloe Kardashian? 
Oh. She wants a dating show. I am not surprised by that in the least. You know, they're always trying to figure out what their next paycheck is going to be. Okay, fill in the blanks there. All right, so playing with words and semantics is what Khloe Kardashian is doing when she says... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She has not been set up on a date. It doesn't mean Chloe hasn't been on a date or that Chloe hasn't hooked up with guys since becoming single. Chloe Kardashian is really hoping to land a dating show. And then there was that rumor that she was trying to get in good with the bachelorette so she could be. Please tell me that's not true. I don't know. Please tell me the Kardashians cannot infiltrate the the, one thing you have left. Like the show that I just turn on. I record it. I don't like I watch it by myself sometimes with a cup of coffee in the morning. I don't want the Kardashians infiltrating that. I don't think we've ever had a firm indication that that is off the table. Oh. There are no safe spaces, Kelly. That's there, the bottom line. Right. The Kardashians will creep into all of your vulnerable spaces. Into my, what was the thing that Kim's making? She's making the um, solution Solutionware. Yeah. Solutionware. Yes. Huh. Mm-hmm. I'll probably buy that. Okay. We don't, we cannot confront that right now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> because we have other business to take care of. Uh, listen, Priyanka Chopra is talking about the big wedding. Now, you think she's talking about the big wedding that she was just at last weekend with her brother in law, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. No, she's not. She's talking about her own wedding again. We'll talk about what she's saying after this with the Jonas bonus on My Talk 1071. Thank you, next. That's what I'm trying to say to Priyanka Chopra <sighs> on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer did the morning show this morning. Uh, and so Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live is here with me. Hi, guys. And, uh, and Holly's here as well. Here. She's here. Hi, Holly. A present and accounted for. And when we talk about Priyanka Chopra and her marriage to Nick Jonas, we call them Jonas, and we give you a Jonas bonus. It's time for a Jonas bonus. Enough already. Mm. Enough already. So Priyanka Chopra, who was in Paris for the big wedding of her, this I'm sorry, the big second wedding of her uh, brother-in-law and his wife, Nick Jonas, nope, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Uh, she's talking about a wedding. She is in an interview with LUK. She's talking about her wedding. Again. She's talking about her own wedding. The one that didn't just happen. Yeah, you're, you'd think like maybe she would be talking about Jofie's wedding. No. Nope, she's talking about her own wedding, which by the way happened in December. Yeah. We are a full seven plus months uh, away from this. That happened so long ago. Uh, but here's what she said to LUK. We had a one, we had one and a half months to plan. So we were just like, yeah, 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 let's get it. And suddenly we were like, oh my gosh, it, it just was so extravagant. And then she said, hopefully you just do it once. <laughs> what? <gasps> what? Whoa. By the way, I, this, she does say we decided on the venue for our wedding on October. In October, and we got married on the 1st of December. 
This brings me to this question. Okay. If this marriage was authentic, why did it have to happen so quickly? Yeah, they got engaged in July. Yeah. And then got married in December. Uh-huh. I why? Because they are so much in love. No. no. Boring snooze fest. <laughs> No, I mean, you're so much in love if you really, I mean, the the wedding they planned was planned in two months. I highly doubt that. Exactly. Well, see, that's part of it is like, I look at that and I go, okay, first of all, okay, this is what I think happened. Are you ready for conspiracies by Cobra? I'm ready. Here, Oh, can we play it just because it's, I want to. (laughs) When you're not willing to accept things as they appear, reach for... Conspiracies by Cobra. Okay. Here's what I think actually happened. I think that this plan was inked long before. Long before they announced their engagement. Long before they say that they booked the wedding venue. I think the plans were already rolling. But they had to announce the engagement. It all has to do with the timing of their careers. Yes. Right? Yes. I don't, you know, and I don't think that they are an authentic relationship. I think that this was arranged for their careers. But even if they, even if you want to argue that they are like deeply in love, I still think they were planning this wedding long before. Well, they had they to say have, they were. Because it also says in this article that she had a custom Ralph Lauren wedding gown and he did. He had a, a Ralph Lauren suit as well. In fact, so did both families. All of the bridesmaids and all of the groomsmen. Yeah, all had custom, custom. Ralph Lauren attire. So when you think that about that, can't be done in two months. Listen, we are we do some events. Uh, all of us here at the radio station have we ever pulled off a massive event like this in two months? That would be negative. Negative. Not like this. Yes. Because this was not just the people who were doing the, you know, doing, being in the wedding or at the wedding or dressing the people for the wedding. It was all the guests. It was, I mean, there is no way this happened this quickly. Okay. To your point also about how you think this relationship is fake, the picture on this article, which comes from Yahoo Entertainment, if you would like to Google it, um, he is has his hand around her waist in the most awkward. Yeah. He is like, I do not want to touch you. Yes. I do not want to get close to you. And then if you look at their wedding picture, he looks super imposed. He looks like he wasn't even yes. there. I'm telling you. They, they do not like each other. And then I go back to my previous idea for my novel about the couple who's in an arranged marriage for... They're careers that don't actually like each other and have to walk red carpets and look like they love each other. I, this It's a sham. It's also, a total sham. Uh, to Holly's point, Holly said this to me off the air today, and I thought, we got to say this. How much longer do we have to talk about this dumb wedding? Clocks are ticking for yeah. cashing in Listen, on their the year anniversary is just six months away. You guys, it's going to come back up. Again oh, and again they, you know and again. Oh. How did you last? 365 days. They're going to need to have a baby or something, and I don't want that. Oh, no. I do not want no. that. But if they're going to continue to like beat the dead horse, I always feel like I accidentally say something offensive when I say that. But if they're going to continue to go back to the same well, 
it's too late. It's too much. Also, nobody wants to hear about your wedding anymore. Please. It's just and like you goes, have that, that friend. That goes for everybody. Exactly. Yeah, you have that friend. Priyanka Chopra is that friend yes. in the world of celebrity who contextualizes everything Who's in their constantly life. constantly posting old photos from their wedding on Instagram. Yes. Oh. I give you I give you a month after your wedding. And then every year on and your anniversary. And then you're miserable like the it. rest of us. Yes. <laughs> then you got to settle into real life. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what was the adult theme that you were introduced to by a movie or TV show that went way over your head? 651-641-1071. That's what we're talking about after this on My Talk 1071. Everyone loves buying holiday gifts, but the credit card hangover, not so much. Well, Old Navy is outdoing even Santa with their prices this season. They have incredible prezzies for everyone on your list, like matching jingle jammies, statement-making coats, and the coziest sweaters. And Old Navy has tons of gifts for under 15 bucks, so you can buy yourself a little something too. Sorry, not sorry. So pop by a store or visit OldNavy.com. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.